Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Got a good show for you today. We're going to be discussing the Carolina Hurricanes and the moves they have made so far this offseason. Something I did not do with uh, the Ottawa Senators or the Calgary Flames was uh, give them like a letter grade. I think that'd be more appropriate and uh, to do for for this. So so what I'm going to do for the Hurricanes this time around is I'm going to give them a letter grade at the end when I'm done talking about their moves and really just break it down for you here. Uh, departures, acquisitions, trades, all the above we're going to discuss today in Dave Talks Hockey. Let's just get right into it. Without further ado, Don Waddell, uh, general manager of the Carolina Hurricanes, has you know been, you know they they I had seen departures first, and I was on my TSN app, I was on Instagram, and that's just where I get my hockey news. Don't you know? Don't discredit me for that. Don't uh, shoot shoot me down for that one. I do use Instagram. Uh, TSN, they post things pretty much immediately when they take place. And I saw departures with the likes of Vincent Trocek, star second-line center for the Canes, great two-way forward. I saw departures such as Tony D'Angelo, star offensive defenseman, top-pairing D they got for free. I saw such departures as Nino Niederreiter. I saw he left. And granted, these guys did sign big contracts with their teams. Uh, Trocek signed, uh, pretty sure he got like six or seven million for like seven years. So big money there. Uh, Niederreiter got two years, four million per from Nashville, which I think is an overpayment. But I have heard great things about Niederreiter. I've heard he's a great, gritty forward that uh, is very valued on the Canes, and I know uh, he will be sorely missed. And I personally think the biggest loss is uh, Vincent Trocek. But uh, we cannot go without uh, also mentioning Brendan Smith, who was another defenseman uh, that was gritty for them, for the Canes, that is, and who was really just another guy that was some good sandpaper on uh, the defense uh, back of you. I also saw a departure of Ian Cole. Uh, I saw he signed with Tampa for a year, and I feel like all defensemen go to Tampa, and maybe they have a great uh, defense trainer. I don't know, but all I know is it seems like every defenseman, when they finish up with a team, just goes to Tampa, and they sign just one-year team-friendly deals, which, hey, great for Tampa. Uh, Ian Cole, wishing the best. But I thought he jived pretty well in Carolina, uh, and he was a good uh, depth defenseman, but he's out. And also Max Domi is out, which uh, I personally really liked Domi. Not really much from the start, but uh, he was just a guy that, you know, his dad played for the Toronto Maple Leafs, you know, close to home there. Uh, Just fan base wise, just really, really like his dad, Ty Domi. 
big fighter. Uh, wish wish Max would drop the gloves more, but you know, not everyone can play with the grit that their forebears had. So you know, uh, Max Domi though, great scorer when he was on the Canadians. Uh, when he first entered the league, he was fantastic. I remember having him in fantasy. Again, a lot of these players I get to know from fantasy. I mentioned that in the last episode. Uh, but I, I think that's very credible. I had Max Domi in fantasy hockey one of the first years he was in the league. And he uh, just never let me down. He was a great scorer for me and was a big goal scorer. I think he had like 30 goals for me. Which from a guy you pick up off free agency, you ask anyone. And, you know, that's that's a positive acquisition there. Uh, but... We, we, we can't just focus on the losses, although they did lose a lot of their uh, main forward group and defense group. I mean, they've lost, they lost three defensemen, uh, which, you know, I'm going to address and may as well. Great transition here. Brent Burns they replaced. They go out to San Jose and go across coasts all the way to California and they go to San Jose and pluck Brent Burns from that rotting uh, franchise. San Jose Sharks, they are going down the toilet. They suck. And their future is looking very bleak. It's looking very dark. I don't know what is going to come next for them. I love Timo Meyer. He's the only bright spot there. Timo time. Uh, you know, I love Timo Meyer. I had him on my fantasy team last year, and that guy is, he does everything. He scores, he gets points, he will get you some minus, he gets shots, he gets hits, he even gets a ton of blocks. That guy was a all-star for the spicy chicken sandwich. And, uh, you know, I, I love Timo Meyer, but he's the only bright spot in that whole Sharks organization. Couture's old, washed up. Carlson's had his bright spots. Uh, in San Jose, but he had a good year the last year. The year before that, he sucked. But I don't know how he's going to be this year. He's going to be going into his older years. And, you know, the, the Canes choose to get Burns, uh, which Burns is 37, but the guy is rock solid. He very rarely gets injured. And at 37, I view him as an Ovechkin, but on defense. If you could imagine as good as Ovechkin is on offense and scoring, just switch those into being good at defense. And Burns is not really a scorer. He's not going to get you a ton of goals. But he's going to provide you very solid defense on the back end. He's going to lay the lumber on people. He's going to get a bunch of hits. And, you know, he he does have a booming slap shot. And that slap shot can produce rebounds, and boom, you get some uh, Andrei Sveshnikov on those rebounds, and bada bing, bada boom, you got goals going left to right. And Don Waddell, great move here, uh, acquiring Brent Burns and forward Lane Peterson. No idea who that is. Another chicken feed acquisition there. Uh, uh, from San Jose in exchange for forward Stephen Lorenz, goaltender Itu Makanini. Macanimi, Macadamia nuts. I don't know, uh, and, and a conditional third round pick in 2023. Uh, and the Sharks also retain 34%, which is important because Burns has a big boy contract. He's making the big bucks, 
And I think, if I'm not mistaken, there's a couple years left on that. It was an eight-year deal back when he signed it. And I believe there's a few years on left on that. But, I mean, the guy's 6'5", 230. So he's an absolute monster. And, you know, he averages 26 minutes a game, it says. So and I'm reading this off an article here. Sponsored. I, you could say it's a sponsor. Sponsored by the Carolina Hurricanes official website. I'm getting all my information from here, and I think that's a very reliable source. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, Brent Burns, uh, 54 points in 2021-2022, uh, which is actually really good. That's a lot better than I thought. 10 goals, 44 assists, which on a San Jose Sharks team that absolute sucks, uh, that's pretty good numbers and he played the full 82 games like i said the guy never gets hurt he's like he has ovechkin resiliency and you know he he ranked third among nhl skaters uh you know for for among shark skaters rather uh for ice time per game and you know that's you're a very relied upon person at that point and to be at this age in your career and you're still relied upon that much that says a lot about the type of defenseman you are uh and the departure of tony d'angelo i just want to double back on that because that was a big one but the canes got a second a third and a fourth round pick for him and for a guy who was probably just going to walk because he did sign for a good chunk of money over there in philly uh i want to say it was around five million and that's about the money he deserved. I mean, yeah, that's money he deserved. But, yeah, I don't think the Hurricanes could have afforded to re-sign him and then Niederreiter at $4 million a year per, per year. And then Domi signed one year, $3 million in Chicago. They wouldn't have been able to afford him. So you got to do out with the old and with the new. And I, I think Brent Burns is going to look great in a Canes uniform. Another acquisition I liked that I saw the Canes make was uh, adding, uh, signing rather Audrey Kasha. I was a big fan of Kasha when he played for the Leafs in the short time he did, and I mentioned previously I'm, I'm you know I'm hard on Leafs players, and Kasha was always a guy that I never remember uh, speaking out against and just saying if he was bad. I just I never remember yelling at the TV at Kasha. He was always a responsible guy. Always made good plays with the puck, really good passing, and that's something that I don't think uh, Hurricanes fans are kind of overlooking this acquisition with Andre Kasha. But this guy, I mean, he might be a first or second line winger for the Canes, and I'm not even, I'm not even like just saying that. It's it's just the truth. The guy is a great skater. And he is an amazing passer. He makes the most dynamic passes. I've seen the guy do touch between his legs and like tap the puck and boom, it's up. And then it's off his stick and on to Austin Matthews and goal. You know, Austin Matthews, top cheddar. That's that's the way it went down in Toronto. And unfortunately, he was hurt quite often. And uh, which, you know, that, that sucks. But Andre Kasha, some players are on the opposite scale as the Ovechkins and the Brent Burns. And that's just where Kasha is. He's on the opposite side of the scale. He gets injured. And some players just can't stay off injury reserve. And that's the type of player Kasha is. So if I'm a Hurricanes fan, I'm saying, okay, 
you know, this guy signed for pretty cheap, one million, uh, one year, one and a half million, low risk. The guy, if he plays thirty games for you, that's a that's a W in my books. And uh, you know, he played he played fifty games for the Leafs, and he got twenty seven points. So he's averaging a point every other game, thir- uh, fourteen goals, thirteen assists, and the guy's only twenty six. So you know, he does get hurt. And he's been plagued with concussions especially. But if you can keep him to a minimized role, then you have a good, solid offensive player. So that's all I have to say about Kasha. And I just want to go back and talk about another addition uh, the Canes made to bolster their offense after losing Trocek and Domi. Uh, they've they've addressed defense with Burns. I think Burns definitely compensates somewhat. I don't think he compensates completely, but I think he compensates somewhat for D'Angelo and for Cole and for uh, for Brendan Smith. Although those guys, there's three versus just one addition of a defenseman. I don't think the Canes are done. I think they're going to probably make a couple more ads on defense. They did acquire Dylan Coughlin who would will probably be a third-pairing guy. I don't know. Maybe he'll be a 7th D type of guy. I'm not sure. Don't know much about Cog. Cog, my boy. I don't know much about Coglin. Uh, he's got a pretty interesting name. That's all pretty much i got to say on him. But getting back to uh, Max Pacioretty, another acquisition the Canes made uh, via trade. And, guys, they literally get him for free. And... Pacioretty's 33. He didn't play many games last season. Uh, I believe he played 33 and got around 15 points or so. So, I mean, the guy was injured a lot, but he's it's low risk. He's on a one-year deal. One-year, uh, $7 million is I believe, his cap hit for this last year. So the Canes are paying one-year, $7 million. By this time next year, Pacioretty will be off the books. And, hey, he might re-sign with you and be a bottom six forward. Uh, you know, at that point, he'll be 34 and entering the twilight of his career. I don't know if by then he'll have degraded that much over this past season. Maybe he'll feel like he's still worth four or five million. And at that point, it all depends on how he played it for the Canes. So really, I view this Pacioretty deal as a prove-yourself contract for Pacioretty at this latter point in his career where he already did a prove-yourself contract with the Canadians and signed a huge contract with them and got his big payday. So the question is, will he step up yet again and really produce this year for the Canes and try to be a bigger role than he was for the Golden Knights this last year? Because, frankly, he was very, very crappy this last year, and that's putting it lightly. I mean, this guy was manure. He was bull. He, this this guy was horrible last year. And, and he just couldn't stay healthy. You know, he had a broken thumb. He had a broken toe, I think. This guy's extremities are just being pummeled. <laughs> and, you know, uh, he's got to be healthy. And it's an effort on the player's part to not put themselves in bad situations where injuries are going to happen. You know, sometimes you have those injuries that are freak and they come out of nowhere and you can't do anything about them. But other times it's just you being stupid and not knowing what situation you're putting yourself in. And boom, there you go. You got a bruised pinky. And then if you're patch ready, you're out for a couple weeks. You're week to week. 
with a broken hand, broken finger. So just if I'm Pacioretty, I'm just saying, hey, I can still make myself good money. I'm still in the prime of my career, technically. I'm 33. I have at least two or three more years in this league uh, where I'm going to be influential. So if I can work really hard this year, I might be able to get a 4 or $5 million contract uh, for like a couple years. Uh, or I could suck and I could get a $1 million contract, a one-year $1 million. Something like, you know, these smaller guys. So it's really the balls are in Pacioretty's court. Uh, as, as Michael Scott would say, our balls are in your court. And we will see what happens with Max Pacioretty. Uh, I believe in him. I believe he can get it done. I've always liked him. I've always tried to target him in fantasy, but our paths have just never crossed. And who knows, maybe I'll target him this year. Maybe this year will be the year me and Pacioretty have sparks fly and we make a great relationship over fantasy hockey and he does really good for me. And he wins the spicy chicken sandwich back-to-back fantasy hockey tournament. But I just wanted to talk about, uh, just wanted to end the acquisitions here with a goodie, uh, a classic. And, you know, you might say this guy is not really influential, but I just like the guy for his nickname, and that is Ryan Dezingle. Dezingle Bells. That is what they call him. And, you know, around Christmas time, be expecting the Carolina announcers. I fully expect them to sing the whole Dezingle Bells song. And if they don't, that'll make this signing totally pointless. It's a one-year, two-way contract, base 750000 But I believe they just signed him because of his name. And because of the Dezingle Bells, the, the Ryan Dezingle Bells that ring during the Christmas time from the announcer booth. And sometimes you need a guy like that, and he seems like a morale guy. And those guys are more important than I even fathom sometimes. Sometimes I undervalue people that are morale boosters. Uh, and that's how I feel like the Canes are viewing Dezingle. Uh, I think he's... Him and Martinuk are the guys that get the, the the guys the other guys going and get them really moving and get them jiving with the rest of the team and get them hyped for the games. So, hey, if you can sign him and keep him one year, seven hundred fifty thousand, no harm, no foul. Uh, very, very uh, low risk deal there. But anyway, guys, that's probably where I'm going to end this one. Just discussing. Uh, a few of the different departures and additions made by the Carolina Hurricanes this offseason. And overall, them and the Ottawa Senators I'm most impressed with. Also the Detroit Red Wings, which I'll probably also be doing a video on here soon. Detroit Red Wings have also been going crazy on acquisitions there. Uh, But yeah, I'm going to end this one here, guys. I'm going to give the Canes on a letter grade. They lost mostly. I feel like they took hits to their defense, but their trades were on point, and they made do with what they got. So I'm going to give the Canes a B plus. I'm going to give them a B plus. If they add another decent guy on defense for a good cap, uh, easily brings it up to an A. 
but I'm giving the I'm giving the Carolina Hurricanes offseason a B plus so far, with the potential to be an A, and definitely with the potential to be one of the better teams that have done junk this offseason. They've been the more active teams. Don Waddell has really been has really been out there twiddling his fingers and you know twiddling his sausage links and really just getting on phones and getting uh conversations going so i mean the guy's been signing contracts and getting stuff done so hurricanes fans are loving it and i would be too if i were if i were them but like i said leafs have just been doing okay i still want some more moves out of them uh, you know, Kyle Dubas, if you're hearing this podcast, Dave Talks Hockey, I know you are. I know you're there, Kyle. Listen to me. Go out and trade for for a big defenseman. I don't know. Get Chikrin. I like Chikrin. I would give Marner for Chikrin and Keller. I've thought about that trade a lot. Yes, I've thought about that trade a lot. You know, maybe that maybe that's a little bit too much, but the Leafs need a big defenseman, and I'm getting off track here, but this is a little tidbit. This is an extra bit for you guys. I love Marner. I love his dynamic with Matthews. Maybe you trade Tavares then. I don't know. Just nobody but Matthews, but you're needing to, tr- to trade somebody big to get somebody like Chikorin. I don't know. Just a little tidbit uh, at the end here for you guys that are interested in my in my thoughts on the Leafs. I want a big move for a big defenseman like Chikorin. I really, I would really like Chikorin. He'd be great. Anyways, guys, that's where I'm going to end it. I got, a little bit, I got a little bit too drastic there with throwing Marner around. I don't think I'd want Marner to go, but somebody would have to, and I don't know. That deserves more thought, definitely, on Dubis's part. Dubis, go out and do something. I want to see it. Anyways, guys, I'm going to end it here. Thank you for listening. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks, guys. See ya.